Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast, a place where we focus on the business side of art to help you attract more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creativity and financial freedom. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and this week's episode comes about because as I coach artists through my membership, the Artist Academy, and one-on-one mentoring and all the things for the last four plus years, the main thing I see is overwhelm. There's so much to do other than just painting that people get so overwhelmed and just don't do anything. Well, I want to kind of help simplify it for you through this idea. I listened to some other podcasts and they mentioned this idea that you either have to be really good at creating an audience or you have to really be good at promoting an offer. Either one, you can just pick it. And they, were, they weren't even talking about art. And I was thinking, you know what? That applies to painting, murals, canvases, all the things, photography. It applies to everything, all other kinds of businesses too. And so I wrote down a bunch of notes on ways we could either be good at attracting an audience, which is option one, or we could be good at selling our offer or promoting a product. So pitching someone murals or prints or whatnot. So either way. And if you're good at both of these, then that's just the recipe for a fire business. And you're going to be completely booked out. Things are very easy. and You're going to make a lot of money, right? But a lot of us, <laughs> both of these are kind of stressful. You know, making videos that go viral. It's harder than it looks. And selling. Very little artists like to actually talk about. I don't. I don't like to talk about my art a whole lot. I just, I mean, I barely like to talk to people I don't know. <laughs> so, like, I don't want to sell someone I don't know on, on my product. Like, I will and I do, but I don't really like it. But what I really enjoy is creating content. So that's the option one that I'm going to talk about first is attracting a large audience because that's something that more comes natural to me. And it really just comes down to creating good photos and videos and then having those photos and videos be seen by a lot of people and having them so compelling that they click that follow button and then eventually one in 1,000 people are going to eventually buy something without me needing to really sell them very hard. (laughs) And that's the ideal situation, right? We all just sign into Instagram or Facebook or wherever TikTok and we have this large audience and we post what we're doing and then people just buy our shit. (laughs) Yeah, it's, I mean, again, easier said than done. So if you're thinking, yes, I want to be that content creator. I want to be that influencer. I do not want to be that salesperson, but you aren't willing to invest in a camera or a phone. I just have my iPhone, a really up-to-date iPhone. I think it's like a 12 or 13 and It takes really good photos. That's my point. But if you're not willing to invest in something that's going to take really good photos and videos, then maybe option one isn't actually what you want to do. And maybe you're going to have to buckle down and create your pitch and send it out there if you're not willing to invest in something like that. Or if you're like, yes, I want to be option one, but every single time you go to paint, you forget to put your phone on a tripod or set it up and take a time-lapse video. And you forget to 
take video at all. <laughs> and I get it like when I'm busy or when I have people working with me, especially and my mind is somewhere else. Or if I hadn't gotten sleep that night because I have a baby, <laughs> like, like sometimes things don't work out. And sometimes I don't feel like setting my tripod up, even though it takes 10 seconds to do it. Sometimes I don't feel like it. <laughs> and, and so I had to think like, okay, if I don't want to do that, then I'm going to have to get better at sales. So it takes investing in the right equipment. That is my first tip. And tip number two is forcing yourself to take video and photos until you get good at it. Aside from all the tips and tricks with lighting and all the things, it just takes practice. And practice starts with first taking video, (laughs) taking good photos and videos over and over and over again. You get better with practice, just like painting. And I know that's a no-duh thing, but just like with painting, we all start out at a decent level, very low, typically, all of us. And then we practice and you get better and you get better. And it just kind of comes. You don't even need to really learn all the fancy tips and tricks and editing crazy things. And it, it just comes with practice. But it starts with just setting your phone up and actually recording. I just painted for Culver's, which is a fast food burger ice cream place. And I set up my tripod two of the days, two of the three days that I was there. And I recorded some, I did a time lapse of me just spraying the building, spraying it with my new sprayer because it has that instant gratification feeling that I love. And I just posted that video, the pure raw time lapse video of it. I didn't edit it to be faster. I didn't anything. It was just, I set up my time lapse video. I sprayed the whole building blue. And then I posted it and just said the instant gratification of a spray gun painting over here at Culver's today. And it got a hundred likes. And I was very surprised by that. I typically have to post something like a finished mural for it to get a lot of likes on Facebook anyway. And so for that to get a lot, I was shocked, but excited about it. So I'm going to do it again, but it's just something so simple like that. You're just starting a job and say you're just chalking it out or you're putting the first layer on there, post that. And I'm getting this. I was inspired by my recent interview with Crystal of the Easy Easel a few episodes back. Uh, It's titled Become Facebook Famous with Crystal. And that's what she does. She just posts the beginning, the middle, and the end every single day, multiple times a day of whatever she's working on. And that's what works for her. And I thought there is absolutely no reason I should not be posting multiple times a day. So it inspired me to do it. And just a simple time-lapse video of me spraying a building one solid color took off. People loved it. <laughs> Who'd have thought? But aside from that video, I also took some a video in the very start of it. So I just put my camera towards the building head on and I stood in front of it and I jumped And then at the end of the mural, I put my camera, same spot, same exact location and jumped again in front of a finished mural, edited it together. It's a six second video, three seconds of a blank wall of me jumping in the air and landing. And then on the second clip, it makes it look like it magically appeared to where I just jumped and the mural went from a blank wall to a finished mural. And that's another video that I took. I didn't do time-lapse video of the entire thing because it was one of those days where I didn't get much sleep and I just didn't feel like (laughs) videoing. So also it was very hot and I had someone working with me. So I just really didn't think about it. And it was just an off day. 
And however, on the next day when it was clouded, I didn't have someone working with me. I got a little bit more sleep that night. I was like, okay, I'm going to set my video, my camera up on my tripod, and I'm just going to do a time lapse of me just finishing this one section. Painted a little bit of orange, a little bit of blue, and I just finished this one section. And I have a time lapse video of that. I haven't posted that one yet, but I plan to. And another one, at the very end, I was taking off tape from the wall, so I just videoed my hand, peeling the tape off and stepping back and slowly just, yeah, just, just kind of giving the final reveal uh, or the final little touch up of taking the tape off and then you see the final mural there. I also did another one quick video of, it had a door on the wall. So I just opened the door and waved and closed the door. That's it, five seconds worth of video, but so much. So I did multiple time lapses, not the whole thing, but a few of them, a couple you know, beginning to end stuff, multiple things that I'm going to post over and over again because this Culver's job is a big brand and it's a job that I want. I want to get those bigger brands with the bigger walls because I know that I'm able to charge more and it looks good on a resume and that's what I want. So instead of posting it once, I'm going to post it seven different times over the next coming weeks in a different way because I know that my audience is going to see maybe half of those posts, maybe. And I know this because I've already posted three things so far. Oh yeah. And I took a photo in the end. And so I know this because when I posted a video of the final reveal, and then I posted a photo the next day, some people commented on that photo that obviously had not seen the video the previous day saying, oh, wow, this is so cool. I didn't know you were doing this or blah, 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 or whatever. I'm like, huh. Okay, so I mean, people are seeing maybe half of what I'm posting, so I'm just gonna post it over and over and over again in hopes to attract more. And as luck would have it, I got contacted by McDonald's here. This Now it's been a week later, and I'm like, is it related? I'm not sure, <laughs> but I'm gonna ask them when I meet with them, but how funny, another burger place, but it's funny how you just kind of put it out there, take action towards steps of wanting more of those, and it happens, <laughs> like it just, it happens like that. Another couple tips, if you wanna be a content creator, getting lighting right, understanding composition, is I think a huge leg up that I have. I have that photography eye and I'm not sure how much practice came about that or if it's just kind of a natural instinctual thing, but I know it can be practiced. So just like painting, but I have the eye for composition and I know what looks good in a photo and I've always done it. I've always just taken photos and you know, position things close up to the camera versus far away. And just, you know, when you're somewhere and you're with your friends or wherever and you say, hey, someone, can you take my photo? And you hand them your camera and they take a photo. This drives me nuts. And they cut off your knees, but they leave so much room above your head, like feet, like many, many feet of room. And, but they like, for some reason, cut off half your outfit drives me insane. <laughs> Those people have no idea what a composition frame is. No clue. So <laughs> if you don't know, you can learn. You can just take a quick YouTube course. 
That's it. Like figure out where things look good and eventually it'll come naturally. But I think that is a vital step. So that could be a step one. Say you want to be a content creator, but you're like, you have no idea what composition even is. Step one. There you go. Watch a YouTube video about it. It'll show you what to do, what not to do. I personally don't have one, but I'm 100% positive. There's something on YouTube for free that you can watch in 20 minutes that will get you up to speed and then you can practice it. So step one, have good composition because I see a lot of videos where I, I just, I look at it and I'm like, oh, I would definitely zoom in that video and have way better lighting in that. And then it would just be a whole different video. Position yourself and your art as the main show in those photos and videos, yourself and your art. It doesn't usually really matter what else is around. People just need to clearly see your art and clearly see you as a bonus. So your art and then you as the secondary character, nothing else really matters unless you're in like a beautiful field and that looks cool. But so just try zooming in, try doing farther away, try doing the middle ground. But I will typically try to cut out a lot of the background if I'm doing posts about my art. So that's another tip. Another just really quick tip that I won't spend a ton of time on, but clean your lens before you go and shoot. Because there's so often I see artists that will record with, and I can't, I can't tell if it's just a dirty lens or if it's a bad quality camera or phone. And that's what that does. So if you have a good quality camera or phone, but your lens is dirty, it makes it look like you don't have anything of quality. So clean it off really quick. Just take your shirt, brush it off because our hands are oily and our hands are touching our phone all day. My hand is, and all the time I clean off my lens. So big tip. Another one, get a tripod and take that tripod everywhere. Keep it in your car because anytime I take my tripod out of my car, I forget to put it back. And then I get on a mural site and I'm like, dang it. (laughs) I don't. Yeah. So it just, it's way, way, way better quality than when you put your phone on the ground or somewhere else, or or you ask someone else to take a photo for you. It's just so much easier to have a simple little tripod, get one on Amazon and carry it around with you. They fold down, they're portable invest in a tripod. If you want to do this, you know, this number one option here of being a content creator. And the final icing on the cake, if you go and you do all these things and you take really good quality photos and things, I've had artists come to me and say, Hey, what am I doing wrong? I feel like I'm not getting the reach. And whenever we post this, we're kind of hoping it'll go viral. We hope our reel is just going to hit that perfect little groove and just take off because we use the right sound. And, and we used a, a catch in the, in the beginning to get people's attention and all the things and say, we're doing all of that, but it's still not happening. I've had artists come to me and say, ask, what am I doing wrong? And I look at their videos and I'm like, this you have great quality videos. You're using trending sounds and it looks really good. It's, you know, keeps my attention. My biggest advice to them is share it outside of your own social media. Don't just post it on your own Instagram, post it on Facebook too. And say, if you're posting on Facebook and Instagram too, go on over to LinkedIn. There's not a whole lot of cool quality videos of artists on LinkedIn go there. That's an empty canvas for you to put all of your stuff on and you'll get way more attention over there after time. 
Also, Facebook groups. Go into your niche Facebook groups or your local Facebook groups. I say this over and over again because it works. Go into your, like I, we have one that's called I Love Springfield. And I go in there, a bunch of community groups. If I created something recently that's in Springfield, I will post it in there. Say I had so much fun painting this. And that's it. And then I get so much attention from it. <laughs> then so post it outside of your own just typical Instagram things, like figure out different platforms to post it on. Also, YouTube Shorts is a thing. I'm getting a lot of views on YouTube Shorts. So YouTube Shorts, LinkedIn, Facebook groups, all of those places. Cross post. I also do some a little bit of Twitter and post it everywhere because you never know who's going to see it. Another thing, prompt your audience to share it for you. Just not every time, but every once in a while, say, if you liked this, share it. Or I would really love if you could help promote my business. I am doing May Mural Month or whatever. Make up your own thing. Please share my video. Even just saying that will prompt people to do it. Whereas if you don't say that, they won't. And I know that because very few people will share my stuff. But when I do say, share this, they do. <laughs> and it's not 100 people sharing it. It's a few, but sometimes that's all you need. Also, if you want people to comment, ask them to comment, ask their opinion. Oh my gosh. It's amazing to me how many people comment telling me their opinion. And I'm like, this is literally just a tool. <laughs> I'm just trying to maximize my reach. So on Facebook or Instagram, I'll say, which one do you like more option A or B? Or should this mock-up be this one or that one or whatever? I do it all the time and people can't help themselves, but to tell their opinion. And it's so funny because <laughs> people will side message me and be like, Hey, I also think that you should do this and that with that one. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, not really asking for your opinion. I have it all figured out over here most of the time, most of the time, but they just can't help it. They, especially if it's something like if you share, would you be more likely to order a cat or a dog portrait of your feline friend? They'll, and cats and dog people, they'll comment dog, dog, cat, cat, like, <laughs> and then you have a list of people who could possibly want one. And if you have a sale, you could side message them and say, hey, I'm doing 50% off this week. Do you want your cat portrait done in the month of July? Like whatever. So many things. But that kind of actually trickles into the second option of being good at uh, promoting an offer, right? So you create this amazing content and then you share it in all these niche groups. So, and that's kind of trickling into option two of promoting the offer. But what I'm really wanting to emphasize is whenever you have an offer, say you have murals, because that's my bread and butter, right? It's figuring out how to talk about it, how to talk about the murals in a way that benefits the customer, and then sharing it over and over and over again, and saying, I'm available, let's talk, free quotes, like, let me create a mock-up for you. Uh, do you have a blank wall in your home? Let's talk or things like that. And wording your product. So say our product is murals. It's saying things that highlight the benefits of our product. So a photo op mural can attract attention to your business or a custom mural can enhance your brand and make your space more memorable. 
a big logo promotes your business or makes a statement? Do you have a blank wall that needs filled that will impress the guests that come over in your home? You create something so custom and unique to your family that it impresses your (laughs) mother-in-law. I will work with your child to bring out his or her creativity and bring it to life by creating a -a one-of-a-kind bedroom mural that they'll brag to their friends about. Things like that. Instead of, this is what I painted today, (laughs) which is what you can get away with. If you're really good at creating photos and videos that attract attention, then you can get away with not having any of this sales lingo mumbo jumbo stuff in there. (laughs) Like You can be really lazy in the wording aspect. So if you're good with words or if you're good with creating, kind of figure out which highlight is yours. But also highlighting how a mural will make someone feel. It's saying something like this in your caption, you know, like, or in person at a show or whatever, you know, get that painting job off of your to-do list by hiring a professional to help make it come to life easier, faster, and with more uniqueness than you thought possible. Doesn't that sound fun? <laughs> so say you're you're pitching to somebody in an email or you're handing out flyers, because that's what you have to do, right? If you pick option two, that's sales, And that means you can't hide behind social media. So if you're one of those people that's like, I hate social media, I would rather just talk to someone in person or, or you just say, I hate posting to social media because it's dumb or what, I don't know. That's okay. You can pass out flyers. You can send cold emails. You can show up to in-person events. You can have a booth at shows, home shows, art fairs. You choose. (laughs) It's like, which one's the lesser of the evil? I personally don't want to do that. (laughs) I will, and I did at one point because I was scrappy and I wanted to make it happen. And so I worked on both of these things and things happened quickly. But these are the things. So using that lingo that I just mentioned about how you are highlighting customization you know, so you, like I said, you know, make make something so custom that your mother-in-law would be impressed by or like customizing your child's bedroom. I mean, one of a kind superhero, like we can make your child into a superhero that he's always wanted or whatever. You know, customization is huge. So highlighting the benefits and doing all of that through your emails and passing out flyers. So I'm doing a lot of one-on-one mentoring and I'm trying a lot of different avenues with a few different artists in different areas. And one, like nothing was really hitting. And so I'm like, all right, this week, pass out 20 flyers every single day and you will get window jobs. Go. And helped her with creating a flyer and what that would say and all the things that go on it to really maximize her possibilities and, you know, who to ask for at the business and all of the things. Like I really coached her through it. But handing out flyers is what you got to do <laughs> in the beginning if you don't want to hide behind your social media or if things just aren't hitting there, then I think it's okay to go and do, to go put, make luck happen for yourself is really what the sales is about. And another side to this is getting your 15 second pitch down. Mine is, you know, this is my more like a five, seven second pitch, but my name is Andrea and I'm a local artist specializing in large scale murals for businesses. What's yours? What's your 15 second pitch? That's a sales tactic. So if somebody comes up to you and instead of just saying, oh, I'm an artist. And then, oh, that's nice. is what they'll say. 
And they, and then they think, I wonder what their real job is or how are they making money? And sometimes they'll ask and sometimes they won't. <laughs> and sometimes you'll just move on to the conversation where you say, hi, my name's Andrea. I'm a local artist specializing in large scale murals for businesses. They'll say, large scale murals, what kind of businesses do you work for? And then the conversation just goes from there. But I have a section in my book. So I'm going to pitch my book to you real quick. This is the sales side of this. I am 100% pitching you when you're hearing ads in this podcast. And when I'm making posts about my book on the, on my Instagram or wherever, but I'm highlighting the benefit to you right now by saying I have a whole section in my book about how you can nail down your 15 second pitch. And so if you go to muralmoney.com, you can go to it and for just $17, you can buy my book and you can go straight to the sales. I have a whole chapter on sales and how my husband helps with sales because he is a natural born salesman. And so he's helped me refine a lot of my stuff. And so if you want more help on the sales side and this overview was enticing, but it's not giving you quite enough, then go get my book, muralmoney.com. It's more than just murals. It's all the things, all art business, any kind of making money with a paintbrush. And for just $17 right now, you can buy it and you can go refine your 15 second pitch and so much more. Anyway, okay. Getting back to this sales, but yeah, you were just sold to <laughs> and it didn't feel that bad. Did it? You didn't, uh, I'm, I'm not listening to this. Oh no. Like I'm trying to help you. This is, you know, we're on the topic. So if you're on the topic of art already right now, we're on the topic of selling yourself and doing your 15 second pitch. So I say, Hey, by the way, I have this product. It's okay for you to do that. Do the same thing. It's okay for you to do the exact same thing I did. It's still not completely natural to me to do it if I'm just being completely open, but I do it out of habit now. And I do it because I know that I'll make sales from it and I know that it'll, I'll help you. So those two things combined, even though it's just kind of a weird thing in general, I still do it because I know it benefits both of us. So when you're talking to somebody about art, it's okay for you to say, you know, do you have a blank wall in your home? Everybody's going to say yes. It's like, well, all this week I've been painting blank walls in homes and making them way more eye-catching and just highlighting what you're doing. Or you could say, all this week I've created mock-ups for customers to show them how I can turn a blank wall into a statement wall. And you're not even needing to buy artwork to put on the wall. It's the whole wall of statement and it fills the whole room. So that's the only thing you need to do in that room. You could highlight the benefits in that way. And you can say, if you ever want a mock-up made for your blank wall, let me know what you'd like in there and what colors and we can create that really quick. Simple, easy, and easier said than done. Cause I know in person I'm like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> like it, it's, it comes out fluid now, but in person, sometimes not so much, but again, that's where practice comes in. So if you're thinking, okay, yeah, I, I really don't like social media and creating video. The tech is just too hard. I don't want to learn it. I would rather just talk to people about my offer and just learn a couple little sales pitches and just say those to same sales pitches over and over. Cause that's what you can do, right? Just sharing your art on social media and saying a version of the same thing over and over. I was thinking how I could be better at this because I have a large audience and I don't sell to them very often because I'm lazy. And I know that I can get away with that because it works and my calendar is booked without selling 
so I'm lazy about it, but something that I can do and that I should do and that I'm going to and that you could do is just very simple. After I post my content, uh, just have one simple sentence of something that says something like, I'm currently booking into August and I charge on average $25 per square foot email me or DM me or whatever. Or if you want to put your phone number out there and you'd be brave, which no, (laughs) but whatever, contact me and give them a specific way to contact you. um, If you, to see how, or to, for a free quote. So that, so I'm booking into August. My average mural rate is $25 per square foot. Contact me via direct message for a free quote. Simple that if I added that to everything, I would get way more people reaching out. And I think you would too. And it's just something so simple like that because it's telling people your price, your availability, and it's for free. They can contact you for free because people don't want to bother you. They don't, and they don't want to have to pay straight up. And when people reach out, this is what I do. I just did this on the phone, actually. Some insurance agency reached out in a couple towns over wanting a really big mural. And I said, look, and they also said they had a budget. And I was like, okay, well, the mural that you're sounding like you want is going to be about $15,000. And I'm going to guess that that's probably over budget. They go, yeah, yeah, it is. I was like, well, how about we stick around $5,000? They go, yeah, that sounds a lot better. Okay. Well, and then I tell them, I have a, a couple ideas and I... Actually, so they wanted something that was kind of like a photo op, but they're also known for apple orchards. So I said, hey, how about we'll paint a giant apple tree and we'll do a swing underneath it and that'll be your photo op. And I can send you a bunch of different mock-ups and whatnot that we can have like a really big apple tree that's really realistic. And then we can have a small one or, you know, one that's not realistic, but still cute. And then I can have a wide range that way you can decide which one fits your budget most. I said, yeah, that sounds great. I say, great. I take a $500 deposit and then we'll start the the designing process. And then they said, okay, well, hold on. I have to get this approved from my dad. He's actually the one who owns the insurance agency. I said, no, no big deal. I'm just going to pull a random photo offline, tell him that this is not what it's going to look like, but this just gives him a quick visual. So I pulled a random one offline sent it. I said, let me know when you're ready. She said, okay. She was excited about it. She just needed to get that extra yes, say so, because she's she's not the one writing the checks. So she's going to show it to him. She will likely come back to me and said, okay, we're ready. She'll send the check. I'll get started on the mock-ups. But it was a quick phone call. That was it. And I was able to give a quote and get feedback and send them an image without me doing anything. I didn't even pick up my iPad yet. And we're just getting it all. And that's typically how it works. So if someone, if you're putting on your thing, you know, reach out for a free quote today, have that conversation with them on the phone, on the phone, on the phone, on the phone. <laughs> it will dramatically decrease your chance of getting ghosted. <laughs> and biggest piece of sales advice. All right. Well, hopefully I simplified the sales pitching process of it enough, but I just want to highlight really quick. It takes repetition. (laughs) Sending a hundred cold emails before you expect one. Yes. Making a lot of posts with those, those highlights before you get somebody to reach out. It takes multiple, multiple repetition times to do this. So don't just go make a post with a fancy sales pitch 
And when you don't get anything, be like, this doesn't work for me. (laughs) It takes a lot, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And that once you've been doing this for so long, say a year and you really give it a year, I was actually on the phone with an artist last week. They're like, Hey, I really want to make this work. What's my timeline? Realistically, how soon can I actually do this full time? And I said, well, how many hours can you devote a day? And she's like, well, I, I mean, I, I'm not really doing anything. So I could do a lot. I was like, well, if you devoted five hours a day to pitching and sending out cold emails and promoting, I think you're going to be booked by the end of the month. But that people don't do that. Right. Like, Cause it sucks. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to do that. It's boring. But if you could just buckle down and do it and what happens after you get so many, then you get so many past customers who refer you. And that's amazing because I was just talking to someone today who says, Hey, you painted the mural down the street from us five years ago. Can you do something for us now? Cause my name's on it. I said, yes great because I'm lazy and I don't want to promote. So that like my past work is promoting for me, which is again, why murals are amazing. But just to emphasize the point, you don't have to do this forever. You don't have to, you know, send out cool emails and do all the things all the time. Just do it until you get busy and then you'll plateau and you'll stay busy and then you'll get referrals. And if you ever not have a full calendar, you can go back to doing it. But after a, a few years, you don't need to. And I'm proof of that. I got really good at making video and photos. And for now, it just kind of comes second nature because that's the second perk of that, right? You'll still do it a little bit, but it just comes second nature. So it's so easy. You'll be talking about your, your murals. When somebody comes to ask questions, you'll really know the questions to ask them to really deep dive into how you can help. Anyway, it gets easier. That's what I'm saying. So just deep down, if you want to just do it for the summer and say, okay, I'm just going to give it my all. You will be so happy come Christmas time, but just give it your all in one of these areas, whether it's creating content to attract an audience or getting good at sales and promoting your product together. That's fire. Like you will have an amazing, amazing career together, but just start with one and you can have an emphasis of the other one because they both work together but you really only have to be really good at one of those, either one. I see people with small audiences get lots of jobs because they're out promoting their self, like small, like have like less than a thousand followers on Instagram and they're getting big brand jobs. On the other hand, there's people with hundreds of thousands of followers or tens of thousands and their inboxes are blowing up because so many people are seeing them. So either one, but you pick, but you can either go the content creation, which also is consistency, posting a video and a photo a day. That's what that requires, not just once a week. And then sending out multiple, multiple sales pitches is also what the sales side requires, not just once a week, multiple times a day. Give it your all. Okay, that's my pep talk. I'm gonna get off my soapbox and I'm gonna maybe go paint or something or nap. That sounds good too. Okay. I will see you next week. If you found this helpful, let me know. That way I feel like I'm showing up to this mic and not just preaching and feeling like I'm saying the same things over again. I I, want to know that it helps you. So if it does, just let me know. And that would make me really happy. Okay. All right. Have a great rest of your week and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Artist Academy podcast. I've been putting out at least one episode per week for more than four years on this podcast. And it's really cool to see those download numbers go up and up as time goes on. And that's because artists like you listen and share these episodes. So really, when I say thank you, 
I mean it. <laughs> it's really cool to see progress along the way. And anyway, if you like this type of art and business content, then I highly encourage you to get the audio version of my book, Mural Money, with over 15 hours of listening inspiration. I'm currently running a special of just $17 for the audio version. You can go to muralmoney.com to find it. And that comes with a bunch of extras like my art supply list, my pricing guide, recommended book and podcast list, and so much more. I filled that book with tips from my art journey of building a profitable mural career. Plus, I've included the best of the best advice from guests I've interviewed on this podcast. It's the most affordable all-in-one book of advice on art and business that I have. And if you enjoy listening to me here, then I know you'll like the book too because I read it myself all 15 hours of it. <laughs> the book is available on Amazon and Audible normally for $25, but if you go to muralmoney.com, that is where you can grab the special $17 deal while it lasts. If you haven't listened to my book yet, this is your sign to do it. Again, normally $25, running a special for $17, but you have to go to muralmoney.com. That's where you can grab the audio version of it. And that's all I have for you today. So I will see you next week for another episode of the Artist Academy podcast.